Welcome into the Section 109 podcast. I am your producer, Jay, and I'm here with two of my colleagues, as Ooh. I will call them now. I think I'm going to upgrade you what? guys. I just don't know yet. That makes me feel very classy. Matt's like, I've been a colleague. Professional. If I knew you were going to call me a colleague, I'd have kept my jacket and tie on. Oh, so if you're, a, uh, if you're a fan, then you know that uh, Breezy and Matt are with me because of the sounds of their voice, and you listen to every podcast, you rate five stars, you subscribe, you go watch all the YouTube videos. But Breezy, tell me who else is with us today. We have Defender and Superhero, Living Walking Superhero, <laughs> Sean Russell's here took a total in studio. Of, took a total of 20 seconds for you to call him a superhero. <laughs> I, I've been waiting to call him that on air. I, I, listen. Ve- Vegas just took my money because I had the I had the under... <laughs> Listen, we, the over under. We, we have. We'll talk about it. I'm sure during this podcast. But uh, Sean Russell looks like he was born in a gym. Like he looks like the poster boy for what a gym looks like. Do you, do you pay attention to the NFL at all? Uh, no, not really. You need to. In people who are listening to this, you need he to looks look, like look, he, play, he looks like he could play free safety in the NFL. Look up a picture of a guy of a guy named DK Metcalf. Oh, oh, I know who that is. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, just, I, DK a, Metcalf. That's a true superhero right there. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a picture of DK Metcalf and one of my favorite players, AJ Brown, who plays for the Titans, standing next to each other, yoked, and they just look like yeah, they were made in petri dishes. It's insane, dude. <laughs> born in labs yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i mean listen we're like they're different kind of humans right like if you and i are standing next to each other you look like you were born in a gym and i look like i sit behind a desk like there's it's just and i don't sit behind a desk oh. but i feel like i'm reasonably athletic and we're like different levels of like you know i think you're a superhuman right? i was gonna say you look like you were born at a brewery yeah that that makes sense i look like i drink beer for a he, living he does not nearly have enough facial hair for that come on hey Ooh, right. you got a damn good point there Matt. it's true that's it? so true that's true but listen let's let's jump straight into this interview and stop talking about uh, about me and, or anything related <laughs> to my facial hair okay uh so, Sean, uh, we're going to bounce around a lot here, but if you could start us off wherever you're comfortable starting off on your soccer journey. Um, but before we start with your soccer journey, uh, where are you from originally? Uh, I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, born and oh, raised. I didn't, born I, didn't, and raised. I didn't realize when I said that my wife's going to Virginia Beach, I didn't realize you were from Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. Awesome. We had a born whole conversation off air. Okay, my dog was going crazy and somebody <laughs> showed up. somebody showed up with a really expensive, awesome camera that I was trying to look at. So, <laughs> so, so you were bo- you were born and raised in Virginia Beach. Did you move anywhere else or live anywhere else? Uh, moved to Chesapeake for about 16, 16, 18 years, and my family and I just moved back to Virginia Beach for Christmas. So my parents just bought a new house, and it's really nice. Nice. That's what's up. Now, are you a military kid? Yes, my dad. Thirty years he did in the military. Retired two thousand sixteen as a master chief. Hell yeah! Thank Navy? you for your service for us. Thank you, dude. Navy? As, as yes, a sir. master chief. I, I made a Halo reference last, <laughs> last week. I, like it's amazing. I didn't even have to this time. No, that's that's incredible. That's really awesome. Is there is there a, a base there? Yes, I okay. mean Norfolk gotcha. is the biggest base in the country. Oh, gotcha. Cool. Yeah, it's I I spent a little bit of time in Virginia Beach, and it was only like I'm sure there are others there, but it was when the people that I interacted with were all military. Yes, it's really military heavy. Yeah, uh, we lived on base for about. Say about five five years. Uh, you know, me, my brother, my sister, my my mom, my dad. So, and my dad worked in the in Norfolk for about twenty years. Bounced around, but we didn't. We never bounced around from state to state, country mm. to country. We stayed in Virginia. Nice. So it's kind of you're the military. A lot of military kids that play soccer end up playing soccer. I think because they they end up like in Germany or they end up somewhere. But you're the military kid that just picked up soccer. As was that your first sport? Like. 
Well, I guess take us into your soccer journey. Um, my dad played basketball. My mom ran track and was a cheerleader. Um, so they put myself and my brother in soccer when I was four. So that's when I started at four, played on the base. And I started at basketball at five as well. So I played basketball and soccer together for pretty much growing up. Now, which is your better sport? Uh, soccer, of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing professionally. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair. No, but, sometimes- but, I, but I would say I practice basketball way more than I yeah. practice soccer. Can you, are you still pretty good? Of course. Of course. <laughs> Attaboy. Of course. No, listen, when we asked Juan Hernandez what sport he was best at, he, he paused and he was like, I might be better at tennis. And we were like, what? <laughs> no, I mean, basketball is, like I said, I played from sunup to sundown. Um, but it was just, I always practiced basketball in the court, off the court. But yeah. soccer, it was just, I'm going to training four days a week. I'm coming home. But I'm going to basketball practice. I have a basketball in my hand, yeah. and I'm shooting, I'm playing all summer, and I'm going straight to soccer practice and coming back playing basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's, but soccer was just, I was just naturally good at. And, I, I mean, it just basketball was just something I just was, again, I was just athletic, and I played baseball as well. Mm. So Wow. See, basketball was my sport as well, but I was never that good. Like, I was good enough to have fun with it, mm. but I was never good enough at it to you know do anything with it. You a power forward? No, nah, point guard, shooting guard. Nice, cool. Yeah, well, all I know how to do in basketball is dribble and pass. I can't shoot, so that was that was always me. Of course, just the point guard part, no, no shooting guard for me. Um, I love how relatable the sports are, basketball and soccer. They really do. Basketball is what made me, because I picked up soccer as an adult, which mm-hmm. people who listen to this podcast have heard me talk ad nauseum about you know playing rec <laughs> soccer. But like, I picked up goalkeeping as an adult, and like basketball, because I was a very good defender, that's an effort thing. It's an angles thing, right? Like it's a yes. choice to be a good, de- especially in basketball, to be a good defender. It's mostly effort. And goalkeeping's like the angles are surprisingly similar to me. Yeah, like, I mean, basketball helped with, you know, with my change of direction. Mm. I mean, that's why I really played it mostly, but it was a change of direction for soccer. And again, I mean, defending was my specialty. So with basketball, I always guarded the best point guard, you know, I always got the best player. And I mean, soccer, I mean, I've been playing defender since I've been 11 years old. So you, so did you grow up playing defender? I started as a left winger, but I mean, I played ODP and one of the coaches put me at left back and I played another kid that we played club together and his dad was our coach. So he traveled with us and saw me play. And ever since then, I stuck at left back from the moment I was 11 years old. So you started uh, at four years old and you, you did you play academy or, or club or anything bef- like as you were coming up? So at So I played from four to about eight. And once we moved, I joined the club's Lafayette club and i played for that about two years and that co joined with three other clubs in my area joined in virginia rush and virginia rush is probably one of the biggest clubs in the you know the united states which started in colorado yeah um we end up getting an academy my freshman year of high school so i started playing academy my sophomore year and um you know it was just it was fun i, I love playing academy it was mm. you know the the competitiveness and it's taken off even now uh, over this country and it's it's huge so um i mean that was kind of my soccer journey because i had to play for virginia rush and got a scholarship to play at st francis university uh small division one school of pennsylvania four years there from 2011 to 2015 um we probably one of the three out of the four years probably the best three teams we've had in the years that the schools had uh but you know, we could never win the NEC championship. It was always, mm. uh, you know, it was bummer. We would be the first seed, second seed. But, I mean, it was it was fun. You know, I enjoyed my four years there. My coach, he was, you know, he's 
loved him to death. You know, he was like my dad up there, you know, on that campus. Michael Casper now, you know, he coaches at Georgetown University, the assistant coach. So. Shout out. Feel yeah, free to give out any shout outs that you want. Thank you. So <laughs> now, was Eric Panzer at an NEC school at the same time? He was. He was at Quinnipiac. But I'm glad you said it because I always, I always <laughs> butcher it. Did, did you did you know him at all? I know he. I, I remember I did he, not know him. Okay, I remember I he said he remembered him. you uh, from playing against you. We played one year against him before they left the conference, but I don't think he played. He was a freshman when I was a okay. sophomore, so I was a year older. Hey, now we know how to say it because not only did were we going to butcher it, but we learned it from somebody from New Zealand. <laughs> so chances are he probably wasn't saying it right. <laughs> Uh, I have a specific question, and I want to know how you got to CFC in your pro career, because we've almost got there. But um, I, I read a little story when, when you came to CFC. I did some digging, uh, and I read a little story about you and Anguchi Onyewu, and maybe you're, you're transitioning and changing positions potentially. And, this, and I may have also misunderstood this story, so I'd love to know. So, yeah, um, so 20, 2019, I went to his Onyx camp, uh, you know, a company he started, and so I play it was like 10 day camp uh invited about 30 plus players and you know we five days in you know i was struggling mm. and i was you know i was trying to get my footing right he was trying to you know show out for the coaches and everything so had a meeting with him you know he tells me straight up you're not a left back at the professional level is this the first time anyone told you that yes and you know how did, kinda, that, how did that feel it took a lot out of me because this is a position i played from the moment i was 11 years old and up till the first time I got my pro contract. And uh, so I was just like, wow, okay. So he looks at me, he was like, for your size, for your build, you're a center back. You know, this coming from, you know, one of the best center backs yeah. for the U.S. men's national team. Okay, so. A guy who famously may or may not have beat up Ibrahimovic in a, oh, in a fight in Milan. Like, <laughs> heard that story. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> if, if, if listeners could, could see sean's face right now he, he knows things that i can tell he's not going to share <laughs> i'll keep that off air but uh for now for now for now but um so he tells me you know so i had to learn how to play center back in the last five days at the camp mm. you know in front of pro scouts pro coaches in front of again one of the biggest best center backs in the u.s men's national history yeah um, one of my heroes. So did well there by the end. Um, ended up getting a tryout uh, for Indy 11 preseason. Okay. Uh, stayed the whole month there with them. Uh, unlucky it didn't work out, but I ended up with Ford Madison. You know, the coaches had connections. So ended up playing there, signed there. And um, that's kind of where that kind of took off where I ended up Ford Madison, their first, first annual season yeah. in 2019 mm -hmm. in Madison, Wisconsin. So... How was that? I hear Madison's a sweet town. It is. It's dope. Um, <laughs> right in the heart of Madison. Really? Uh, really? Yes. Uh, the fans were unbelievable. Uh, the flock. Uh, shout out to the flock. Yeah, shout out to them, man. They're they're really cool. Best best part of the team was the flock. Best <laughs> part of the team was the flock. That's we awesome. had we had a lot of fun when they came down uh, for a match uh, and, and tailgated with us because mm -hmm. yeah. we were throwing a great party that day because it was the and uh, then and then came to the brewery after they came to the brewery after the game as well. They love their tailgating. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah and, it's, it. and it's unfortunate you haven't like. There's a lot in common we we have with, in common with them. Like you haven't gotten to witness that because you know the bandy. But like, there's a lot <laughs> like of similarities. We love a, a tailgate. By the way, he calls the pandemic a pandy. <laughs> we had a pandy, and it's, we're still in the middle of it. But uh, now your first professional contract was not though with Ford Ford Madison. It was yeah? not. How did you get that first professional contract? 
Uh, so 2018, um, you know, I mean, after college, I graduated 2015. So, you know, I'm trying to break into the professional rankings, you know, didn't get drafted and didn't go to a big school. So it's about, you know, getting your foot in the door. So I went to open tryouts, sat the tryouts, got invited to preseasons, nothing worked out. You know, it's always hearing, you know, you need games, you need, you know, you need games, you need experience. And it's like, how do, you get how do I get experience if you don't give me that chance? You know, you don't sign me. So, you know, I come back home, I train with my trainer and, you know, I have buddies that play professionally, you know, all over. And you know, I train with them all off season. One, one of them played at CFC. Yes, Peter Pearson. Shout out Pete. Pearson. Shout out Pete. Shout out you know, Pete this Pearson. is probably like the fourth or fifth time that we've talked about him on this podcast. <laughs> you got to you got to make here. sure he listens now so he's like, "Oh, oh okay." Trust me, he'll listen to this one. <laughs> I am on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good friend. Shout out Pete. That is that is the man. Shout out to Pete. But yeah, so I mean, so you come home and you're training. Come home training and when they leave, I'm by myself. And you know, it's hard training by yourself. You know, it's hard to get that motivation even when you have a trainer that's going. So I emailed the Richmond coach. Um, you know, I just I live an hour and a half away. I can drive. I you know I can go back and forth. You know, just give me that chance to train in that professional environment. Yeah. And I get invited for the first training session, and you know, he invites me out for the next session and the next one. And after that, it was just a con- continuous cycle. So I was driving an hour and a half for about six months until they signed me in September of 2018. Hell yeah! I love wow. So wait, like wait. That. You were driving three hours a day round trip. So hour and a half one way? Two hours. Waking up about 5, 30, 6 o'clock, going under the bridge, um, getting there by 8 for 9 o'clock training. Wow. Wow. Dude, that's, that's dedication. Dude. Now, the sport. When did, you, when did you get that? Like, how far into their season were they when you got that, uh, that contract? The last three weeks of the season. Wow. So, I mean, I trained with how them. How long did you train? Train... Every day, I mean, up until they played their game. So I started training with them right after their season started. So about second week of March after the USO season started when they were in the championship. Wow. And, I mean, I felt like a, I felt like part of the team. I mean, you know, the team was great. The players, uh, you know, they embraced me a lot. Um, you know, I stayed on the weekends. Um, I was there for the home games. You know, were, were, you make, were you making the bench or were you just training? I was just like, training. I was just training every day. I love uh, a story like that. Like literally just blood, sweat, tears, hard work, and dedication. I just trained, you know, for game weekends. You know, I drive up. I train before the games, get my fitness in uh, with the players that didn't dress or, you know, things like that. And I shower and watch the game from. Go you know, go run doggies after the game with the players if, if they'd let you. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I was treated like a player. I had all the gear and everything. Um, you know, I played in every friendly game they had against dc okay. united um you know we were one of the first teams to actually play in their new stadium yeah 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 dude how was that is it audi audi yeah, feel it was it was nice yo it looks sick i've only seen it on tv it was nice it looks really sick yeah you know, we played the there right before rooney came oh wow <sighs> you could have been marking you could have been marking rooney <laughs> but you were still a left back at this point i was still a left back at that point yes so, so go ahead man yeah, 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 so, you so your transition your breakthrough, or I would think your breakout happens after that, right? You do all of this hard work. Like, it's like the Rudy story almost. Like, you're doing all this hard work. Like, you're, you're sacrificing. You get, you get a spot, but it's only temporary. Mm-hmm. It falls through again, and then you go through, or you don't have a spot. Like, you don't get a, a second-year contract there. Nope. And then you end up with, with Gooch, who tells you, hey, man, like, you got it all wrong. Like, you need to be a center back. You switch to center back, and 
you know, now you're going into year three of, of professional soccer as a center back. Like, does that does that feel like a big turning point? Uh, it does. I mean, again, I'm it, after the first year of center back, you know, I was trying to, you know, adjust to playing it. But, you know, playing left back, I mean, anywhere in the back line, I was comfortable playing it. I mean, you know, you interchange with players all the time in training and games. So you had, kind of have to get used to playing every position on the field. So the transition wasn't too, too big. But at the same time, again, it was adjusting to, you know, playing in the center of the park, you mm. know, not flying down the line, you know, kind of staying, you know, more conservative, you know, you know, kind of controlling yeah. more things. Yeah. Well, and CFC fans can remember that, you know, you're a rangy player. Like you, you can, and if, if you end up in a four, like it's not like you can't play left back. Yeah. Like you can absolutely get up that line and get back and defend those wingers. Like you're not a, you know, you're not a, a there are a lot of center backs and, you know, Nick Spielman, for example, like Nick Spielman's not a right back. Like Nick Spielman's a center back. Yeah. And probably a right center back, maybe a left center back, but he's a center back. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you, you're a, in a good way, a tweener, right? Like you're a center back, but you can, I can also you can play, play left, left back. back. Yeah. Yes. Which helps if we go down a depth chart. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. So there's, there's something that I, I noticed uh, a little bit of a gap in between graduating college and then getting on with Richmond in 2018. Mm -hmm. Did you play like NPSL or like PDL or something like that? So yeah. A couple so, of the summers. 2015, I played for uh, Virginia Beach City in PSL. Um, it was like their second year playing. Again, you know, just staying around the game, coaching. You know, I got my first coaching job um, during that time, so I was able to play and coach at the same time. Boy. Um, the next year, I ended up playing with the Cosmos, New York Cosmos in 2016 mm. with their second team. Um, you know, I trained with the first team a couple of times, but, I mean, you know, they were – two-time, three-time NASL champion. So, I mean, they don't need me. They have, <laughs> you know, they have... That's you know, a tough squad to crack. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, I mean, it was nice. And, I mean, New York Cosmos, they have history. You know, Pele, you know, they have they have history. So, it was it was a lot. And it was nice to be in that, you know, in that environment. Yeah. And then um, the next year, again, I mean, going to open trials year after year. Again, still coaching, you know, still, again, making money on the side, um, things like that. Um, but again, it's played another year in PSL, you know, it's kind of getting, you know, tiresome after a while. Were you considering that it just may not happen and it might be time to look on for other things? No. Or were you still, you still all in? No, I mean, I, I had, you know, everybody telling me, you know, my parents, you know, other people, it's like, you know, soccer doesn't make this amount of money or, you know, you ever thought about doing this? You know, I went to college for accounting, uh, you know, every talk about CPA, I mean, I want to do something in the business, but. Not right now. You know, soccer is my passion. You know, I've been playing the sports since I've been four. I've had people tell me I can play at the next level. I've played with people at the next level. I know I can keep up. So it's, you know, I want to, I know I can make it. So I'm going to continue to, you know, go for my dream. And uh, that's what I did. And now I'm here. Hell yeah. I'm going to, you know, push for the next level. Okay. So let's let's go back to, uh, or we'll skip back forward to, to 2019, Ford Madison. You play with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all season, I think they they didn't make the playoffs. Or we made the playoffs. So um, where, where were you guys? Where were you guys in the table in the end? So top four teams made the playoffs that year. Okay, and we were the fourth seed. Okay, so we ended up playing uh, FC Dallas, the second team. Oh yes, North Texas. Mm -hmm, North with Texas. The, with, with all the kids they're selling off. Now. Yes, <laughs> you know all of them. All of them. I mean, they're the best academy in the country. It it doesn't uh, it doesn't paint you too much that you know those kids that 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 were just that so good in that league or now, you know, half of them are at Bayern oh, Munich I mean, now, you know, you know, props to them, you know, they deserve it. 
you know there's some talented talented kids i guess there's a reason why our, our 2026 world cup squad is going to be half as <laughs> dallas kids seriously <laughs> literally well uh if you know talking about forward madison we have spoke with a f- former forward madison player before and and someone i think you may know pretty well <laughs> i feel like we should bridge that gap to possibly finding out maybe we can talk about brian i'm gonna drop the name real quick <laughs> uh, um which by the way did he cut his hair like short no, no. Really. Okay. Have, oh, you, have you, you not seen it? I haven't seen you it. Is it long, long? It? My man, I'm so glad. I was going to be disappointed oh. if he did. Jay, Jay, so what I thought you were going to ask, which you're not going to, is who has better lettuce right now, Topher or Brian? Because th- both those boys right now have got some serious hair going on. I'm going to say Topher because if I tell Brian and Tim, his head's going to get big and he's never going to cut his hair. <laughs> so I'm going to say Topher. <laughs> so this, on this podcast, every guest has told Brian to cut his hair. Yes, and then I've Bri- told him to cut his hair. <laughs> and we tell we told Brian that if he keeps scoring goals the way he was, that he can do anything he wants. Um, that was episode 29 that he was on here, by the way. Yeah. So if you want to go back and listen to that. Did he have any sort of role in you coming to CFC and what position were you in after forward Madison? Like where were you at in your career before you did come to CFC? So after Ford Madison, um, you know, obviously they didn't bring me back. Uh, they didn't just saw a picture me. of Brian's hair and I'm doing the, I'm, I'm doing the Italian, <laughs> I'm the, sorry, the, no, no, you're the fine. Italian hands thing. Fine. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Continue. Continue. <laughs> so, so, I mean, um, obviously they didn't bring me back. Um, you know, it was uh, a little bit upsetting because, you know, I played in about half their games, you know, I contributed to a lot of big wins and, um, you know, with the, you know, Philly with Minnesota United, that was always, you know, a struggle with them. But, um, you know, it was, again, it's a business, you know, you know, we went our separate ways. So after that, it's again, back to the drawing board. Um, you know, again, talked to Gooch, you know, went back to his camp uh, you know, got invited to Tampa Bay Rowdies preseason after. How was um, that? It was nice. It was nice. Um, they had a really good team last year. Yes. You know, really good, you know, really veteran team, mm. really veteran team. Um, you know, obviously, again, didn't work out. So, you know, I went to another preseason with, you know, Detroit City FC. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I did yes. not know that. Yes, I did. Go I to love all of these these teams' terrible decisions because I'm so <laughs> I'm so happy you're here now. Don't yeah, don't actually answer this. But how was Canada? But continue. <laughs> <laughs> so after I left Detroit, from that's, one dairy farming to another. Yep. After I left Detroit, after the first game of the season, that's when COVID hit. So no one was playing. So, but I mean, so you were in camp with them right to the end. Uh well I joined mid mid oh so you mid, went from the rowdies to there mm-hmm. mid February mid yeah mid February I joined with them um stayed with them for about a week and a half came back home again uh, then COVID hit so obviously no one's playing sure yeah. so T- now and tough to find a gig yes yeah. so again now now again so it's back to the drawing board but since no one's playing and no one knows when the season's going to start I know I mean I didn't stop training again I. Peter Pearson came back home from Oakland. Yeah. Shout out Pete again. Shout out Pete. <laughs> so we trained all COVID for about three months, you know, two, two and a half months when he was home. Um, up until he went back to Oakland, you know, I stayed home again, you know, just kind of training. I mean, me and Brian Bament, we talked since Ford Madison. We were roommates, so we talked ever since then, you know. So. He, told a, he told a funny story about you. He's, he said he said he would come around the, and it's, uh, based on your face I'm sure it's not the right story but uh, he, he said he came around the corner he said he would come around the corner to the kitchen and you would be doing push-ups in the kitchen he's like that was one time and I didn't go to the gym that day oh. 
Oh, classic. <laughs> classic. <laughs> that is wild. I mean, I think it's. I, I, it makes sense, though. If, you know, you look it, at you. It, it makes mean, sense. You're doing pushes in the kitchen. I've, I've seen your Instagram. <laughs> no lies told there. No lies. How many? How many pushups could you do straight? Like correctly? Yeah, yeah. Correctly, I probably do. I say about eighty to a hundred correctly straight. I can do about eight to ten. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I bet right now, correctly, I could probably hit like twenty-two. <laughs> Uh, 22. Maybe, th- maybe 30. Maybe 30. 30. I can do a few push-ups. Uh, I couldn't do 80 if I did them on my knees. <laughs> Bre- breezy out here being like, I don't know about you, but I could feel 22. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No Taylor Swift jokes. How dare you? <laughs> That's probably the worst one you've ever had, Matt. <laughs> yeah, you're you're fired. I think, Smitty, I think Smitty... I think Sean, S- you want to come be a co-host Smitty on would be a terrible you. podcast? Sure, sure. Um, so speaking of get well students, Smitty. Yeah, yeah get well students. So, but back to so we didn't fully get to where. So you said you and Brian had you know we're talking regularly, and then and then how what happens? Um, he you know he tells me to contact uh, Coach Fuller. Uh, so emailed him. You know gave me his number. Uh, shot him a text. Shot him a call. Um, uh, Coach Fuller contacts me the next day. Uh, That's better than he, he calls you back. He doesn't call me back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm salty. <laughs> So he calls me back the next day. Um, obviously, uh, you guys are in the Independent Cup, so you guys are getting ready for some game. So, you know, plays a game, tells me to come back the next week. So I get my COVID test. Um, comes day for about a weekend. Uh, after, you know, I trained with the team after three days, you know, he calls me to his office and, you know, decides to give me a contract. And, you know, it was just such a big weight off, you know, off my shoulders. And again, it was a stressful offseason. Sure. Looking for team after team again. It was back to the drawing board. But, again, the right coach found me. You know, I mean, I love Coach Fuller. Uh, we have such a great connection, um, such a great bond. And, you know, he, you know, uh, I praise him for, you know, giving me that opportunity again. Now, he speaks highly of you, man. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think it's it's if it's not clear, like we all think highly of you as well, yeah, both you. on and off the field. But like Fuller speaks highly of you as well. Yeah. Like it, it's pretty obvious that you're not only a good fit on the field here in Chattanooga, but you're a good fit off the field. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And Dude. that's, and that's a bigger, I don't, that may not be a big deal everywhere. Um, and I'm not talking shit about other clubs, but not every, every club's different. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and here it's, it's almost more important that you're a better fit off the field. You spend, you know, if there's one game a week, you spend six and a half days as a member of this community only mm-hmm. and half a day as a soccer player yeah right and so like it, it, at least in my opinion in chattanooga it's, it's more important that you're a good member of the community and then we hope you're a good soccer player too and yeah, I mean, thankfully you're both that's something that you know uh coach fuller preaches a lot you know i mean that's again this team you know this community again this club is family oriented and that's something that's huge you know a lot again not a lot of clubs are you know built on the community built on family you know it's built on money yeah, you know, and Preach. again, this is built mm-hmm. on community, family, and again, I, I love it, and again, I, you know, that's that's what drew me here. Um, again, you know, Brian, you know, thankfully, thankful for him, you know, for you know telling me to contact Peter Fuller, Coach Fuller. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can call him Peter; it's fine. <laughs> but um, again, I mean, again, I'm just again truly blessed that I'm here, and again, I love you know this city, you know, I love Chattanooga FC, you know, again, you guys embrace me right away. And you know you guys are amazing. How how was it though? You it's pandemic. You're searching for a job essentially mm-hmm. to play games and be a part of a team. How good does it feel to get a contract during that? 
Um, again, like, had you give, had you given up looking, and then Brian texts you out of the blue, or or did you have some other op? Like, did you, I mean, not to pry too much into your business, but like, how does this work? Like, do you, are you just waiting for someone to call you? Or are you calling everybody? Like, I, you know, again, I I contact you know coach after coach, you know GM, assistant coach, you know if I know a player on the team, I ask for the, you know if they have information they give me. So again, it's you know. I'm, Trying to do all this, all these. You things were that, you were your own agent then. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Oh, that's extra hard. So it's got to feel like like what Jay's saying. Like it's got to feel extra good. Yeah. Because yes. I, I got a new job during all of it, and like that, I, I going, I'm going from full time job to a full time job, and it was mm-hmm. one of the best feelings ever. I can't imagine being like in that gray area, and then somebody slaps a pe- piece of paper in front of you, and you're like. I mean, you got to be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I also, I mean, can we I see, can we, home, can we ask for the paperwork and see if, if that's what, you know, <laughs> fuck yes, on, on the paperwork anywhere? Then signs it, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, also when I do also come, I mean, I, again, I coach at my old high school, um, at Norfolk Collegiate, uh, coach basketball, coach, you know, coach soccer, you know, oh, nice. little substitutes teaching as well. All right. So, wow. I, mean, again, I stay busy, you know. Hey, so you man put, of so many trades. <laughs> so you, you had a job, but you weren't, you weren't, uh. You weren't following your dream necessarily. No, no, I mean, I mean, even with coaching soccer, I said I'm still, you know, a part of the game. You know, I'm still around it again. So I train with my players. Yeah. And I, I play with them. So and I'm still getting my touches on the ball. I'm still getting my little fitness. <laughs> yeah. With them. But the same thing, same thing, you know, I just, again, I just love the sport. And I mean, even with basketball, you know, even though I don't know too much about it, but I know enough to, you know, coach, you know, the kids. Sure. And again, just being at my old high school and things like that. It's giving back too. Yes. That's and, cool. Hey, I just had an, a, a, an idea of a question. Who's your favorite basketball player of all time? That's and, good. and why? Allen Iverson. Oh. 757. Yes. <laughs> He's a Virginia kid. I didn't know he was a Virginia kid. Hampton. I, I love this. Hampton, Bethel High School. Dude. I love it. AI, man. I mean, he, wore, he wears my favorite number, number three. No, nice. is that. No, what, nice. number, what number do you wear for. In your professional career, have you worn different numbers and, and potentially. The, the, this question leads also to why do you why do you choose whatever number you choose? So Richmond, I didn't get to choose. Uh, you know, they just gave me a jersey. You got the seventy six jersey or whatever. <laughs> it was thirty four. It was thirty four. All know. right, not bad. It was thirty four. That Shaq's um, number. It was Shaq's number. Yeah, it was Shaq's number. But you know, for me, you know, my favorite number is three. But even if I didn't get number three, if it was taken, I always had a number that was a multiple of three. You know, mm. even for basketball, soccer, you know, it was 24, you know, 36, 42. Oh, you know? I like so that. In college, I got 15. Um, so I had 15 in college, and that kind of was like, you know, I kind of wanted to stick with this number when I get to the professional rankings. So I got the Ford Madison. Then I got to choose my number, 15. Uh, again, stuck with it. And um, But now I might change. I might change 15, my number this year. 15 was know. a... Fifteen was available, uh, and and you got it and you wore it in in twenty twenty. I've already had a sneak peek at the website. The website says you're wearing number three this year. Again, I might change my number. I don't know. We'll see, <laughs> and I, and we'll see. Okay. So we, we will see. Okay, but, you know, but Allen Iverson was my favorite basketball player growing up. Um, I always watched all his videos. You know, I wanted to be like Allen Iverson when I played basketball. Um, so hey, at least wearing 15, you were like Vince Carter. <laughs> about, uh, how do you feel about practice? That's a good, that's a good Iverson joke. <laughs> talking about practice. practice? We're talking about practice? Not a game. Not, not, a, game. not a game. Not the game. Not the game. Practice. But practice. Not the game so, that I, legend, I, I man. die for. So you, so you get your contract, and um, we, you know, we're headed into a season um, that is coming out of the blue. So that, I mean, not out of the blue, but yeah, no one had to be created. Mm-hmm. So... 
and and this question could be different for a lot of people who came at different times, but like what were what was the reality of what happened when you got signed and when you started living here and when you started playing versus what you kind of expected? Was it did any was anything like something that you wouldn't think would happen or was it Um honestly, I mean again during the whole covid I again I trained, you know, again I trained for these moments, so you know, jumping straight in with CFC, you, you know, I felt like I mean, even though I was on trial, you know, again I it was just the walk in the park, you know. Again, I was fit, and I was sharp on the ball, so you know, I was. I, f- I already felt like I was on the team. Yeah. Um. You know. So and once the contract came, again, it was. It was again. It was a blessing, and again, it was. You know, it was back again. Still, but, still but it was quick. It was quick. It so was quick. It was quick. So it, you know, it was. Which is it, it was a very product, surprising. It's a, it's a product of hard work, though. Yes. And, and you know, it was it's kind of unusual in this business. Too. I mean, it was three, very unusual. Three days you know, is quick. It's either before or two weeks or mm-hmm. whatever, three weeks. But or you know, after after you know, a couple of days, you know, again, I was you know, staying with Brian and on his couch, you know, you know, just taking a nap, and I get a call from Coach Fuller. It's like, can you come in? Uh, you know, I want to sign you. So I'm just, all right now. You're so, <laughs> so you're now, super I, excited. So now, I'm, all right, let me, let me wake up. Let me throw some water in my face. You know, <laughs> you know, doing all these things. So it's like, okay, wow. It's like so now. I'm not calling my mom. I'm not calling my dad. I'm just kind of, you know, taking the drive to the office. It's just like, wow. Yeah. You know, I did it again. You know, I, I, you know, I, all the hard work is, you know, I paid off. And, you know, again, the right coach has seen me for, you know, the right play for who I am. And, you know, so the whole drive to the office, I'm just kind of jittery, you know. (laughs) Were you listening? Were you listening to music? Do you remember? Honestly, I really don't know, and I might have been listening to music. I might have just drove in silence. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I, I couldn't sometimes. even tell you honestly. And so then after I sat in my car for about five minutes, kind of just you know sat in silence, turned the car off, and I prayed, and uh, mm. I just kind of thank God for you know again bless me with this opportunity, and um, you know it's again it was just true blessing. So and again, Coach Fuller is a man of faith. You know he always you know talks about God and, you know, talks about his, you know, his faith. And, you know, he always talks about how he was supposed to be a minister, mm. you know, preacher. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm sure you guys probably yeah, heard yeah. that story. <laughs> so, um, oh, so, yeah. so, I mean, it was, again, it was, it was, it was a, a true blessing. And it was, I was so happy. It was so exciting. And after I called my mom, called my dad, called my trainer, um, you know, call my homeboy and I don't went to college with. So call my brother, you know, I just called everybody after call that. call Pete and tell him he should uh come back home. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually call Pete. I did I did tell Pete too as well. So I mean he was excited for me. You know, this was he used to play here. Yeah. Now what did what obviously you knew Brian coming in. Mm-hmm. Did you call Pete when, when you found out you were coming in here on trial? Did you call Pete? Do you remember? Did I he... didn't tell anybody. Okay. I didn't tell anybody. Well, so you yeah. didn't. So he, sneak. so he didn't have a chance. I was curious that the question I was going to ask you is: Did he t- give you any like insight into what his experience was here, or after that? Not did, till after he okay. found out. Um, you know, after I signed, so you know, I was telling about all the hot spots. Yeah, you know, I was telling about you guys. You and know, the, so. and then you're like, man, it's COVID. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Literally. So I mean, but again, he was again he was telling me, you know, where this place. You know, did he tell you about La Pachanga? But what? Okay, not yet. <laughs> Lapachanga. La that that R- answer R- is R- no. R.I.P. Lapachanga doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, I don't think it's, 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 so a, it's a, Also, I'm not sure it existed when Pete was here either. Uh, it is a dance club. It's a Latin dance club. Mm-hmm. Um, that all and it was fire. It, it it was the after party place for all of the players in 2019. For 2019, I think 2018 as well, but I'm not sure. But definitely for 2019. But I heard it closed. 
it's a wild place. You would know. You would know if you've been there. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a fun yeah. place. You, you I had that. <laughs> yeah, but it's. I mean, it's a place that if you went right now, you would instantly get COVID. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah, there's just yeah. there's no there's no space and nobody cares and and that's why I'm sure why it's closed now. But it is a it was a blast and a half. So so after being here for a certain amount of time, how is how is CFC compared to some of the other places that you played in? Um, again, I mean it's it's again it's a close knit tight community. Um, said the teams, everyone, we're all close, all close. You know, you don't see that again on a lot of teams. You know, people have their cliques, you know, this group hangs out with this group, this group hangs out with this group, but it's like, we're in the locker room and together, you know, we're all talking, you know, we're outside the locker room again, we're all close. I mean, I mean you saw it in, I mean, even in Detroit, you know, we were that team that was always loud in the, in the, uh, in the <laughs> hotels, you know, we're always talking, you know, always laughing, you know, you see every team serious. And it's like, when will you ever, you know, be a part of, you know, something like this again? So... You, you touched on Detroit and touched on the bubble. Talk a little bit about your experience in the bubble and your, your experience maybe with, you know, interacting with some of the other teams. Like, obviously, Pete's also in the bubble mm-hmm. uh, playing for Oakland. Like, what was, what was that experience like for you? I mean, you were there for a couple of weeks. Like, how, do, how, does, how did all that go? Um, it was different. I mean, you know, we're living in a hotel for two weeks. You know, we can't really go anywhere because of covid you know, protocol. So we can't, uh, can't leave the hotel without, you know, with our coaches or said we're, you know, walking across the street to get some food or going on the bus. Um, it was different, but at the same time, it was, it was fun. You know, it was, again, it was something that some of us, we, that we might not do it again, you know, hopefully that we don't have to do it again. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. but it was, again, it was interesting. Um, again, interacting with other teams, um, you know, but again, you know, seeing a team that you just beat it's like i don't know if they want to be you know too thrilled because <laughs> that's, di- that's a different experience right you're not usually staying in the same hotel and then only allowed to be around them yes what up like, la for <laughs> it was like in the nba in the nba bubble like during the playoffs i remember like i like, know it was like uh it was like devin booker or somebody you know just saw, dropped saw, like 80 points I saw donovan mitchell, donovan mitchell eating lunch like and they're like outside and he's like hey you uh, just dropped 80 points <laughs> like, eating food like so funny and I was, it was again, you know, you get the stairs and you, know, you had to be in the, you know, the elevator, just awkward silence. Did so, what was it like seeing, That's seeing specifically seeing LA after like because that game was a tough game? There was a red card early, mm-hmm. it was chippy, like obviously it was a, it was a direct, like it wasn't a, it was when you go back and watch, it's a clear red card, like it's yeah. a big elbow. Like, was it any different since you had to see them after the game, or was it, I mean, probably after the first night. But again, I mean, it was you know. It's, again, you're you're seeing guys you may know on each team, you may not see guys, or it's just like you know, a little head nod. It's like, oh, what's up? And you know, it was nothing like you know, ma- nothing malicious, no hateful. Just, yeah. Again, we all again, we still found our times to you know, still interact with each other on the ones and things like that. Yeah. I mean, you're all pros. I was just curious. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's such a weird, a weird dynamic. But I mean, you still, you still got the stairs. You still got, you know. But for us, you know, we were always, you know, laughing in the hotels. Yeah. You know, just enjoying ourselves, and yeah, you, we were just having fun. Anybody bring who Tifa? Was, who? 
I think so. I mean, I'm not a big video game player. Gotcha. Uh, I think Alec Reddington had it. Uh, of course, Colo played it as well. Yeah, of course, of course, Colo. Shout out, hey, shout out, Colo. I just talked with him yesterday. I did, I did too. Go ahead, go ahead. He's in Cameroon. Yeah, and he just yes, signed he a, a deal in the first, first division. division. My yes. dude, yes. That so is proud of him, man. He is such a cool shout guy, out, Colo. Yeah, Dude, fantastic. Yeah. And we're playing a friendly versus KSA, who mm-hmm. he's super affiliated with. Also, also a guy who used to work at HPC named Santi. Um, coaches with them, so I'm really, I'm really excited about uh, playing friendly against them. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it's super super cool. Who? Uh, side note: Before we we're gonna we're gonna get on to some miscellaneous questions that may or may not be a little bit more rapid fire. You, the questions are a little more rapid fire. The answers don't have to be. Um, but who's your roommate? Out of curiosity, or did you have a roommate? Great in, question. In Detroit, oh, Kyle Carr. Yeah. So yeah, everyone had two. Everyone had two people. What was the most fun room? Do you think up there was it y'all's room or was there a party room? By the way, I got money on Clayton Adams being in the party room. No, I actually wasn't. Um, it was, I would say, it was Alec Reddington and Colo. Uh, I say it was Alec Reddington. I can see Colo. that. Got, got the FIFA Colo. game. I mean, guys, got the party room. Their door was always open. Then you know, uh, you know they were always <laughs> a room to play the video games. They probably had the door propped open, didn't they? Always. Always, you, know, you heard uh, both. You mentioned- I, could, I could hear Colo playing music and and Reddington screaming at the TV, or vice versa. Yes, you uh, you mentioned Clayton person. too. Shout out Clayton, who's playing Shout with out Clayton Adams. Congratulations, Clayton. Which yes, is sir. like one road away from his family and kid. So yeah, it's I know so that's good. A, that's got to be so cool for him. Also, he yeah. d- he deserves it, man. He's a good player. He super solid happy for him. dude. He, I mean, like. He's got a really cool story too. He does. He, he has a very unconventional way of getting he, into professional he does. soccer. Like he, he has a. Uh, it's not the same as Sean's story. Let but me he look has up a, the episode number. He has here. a story where he worked his way onto a team, right? Like all he cared about was playing, and mm-hmm. he just played and played and played. And and he's, you know, he really wants to stay, you know, near his family, near his home. Yeah. And he didn't fit here, not because he's a bad guy, but because he doesn't fit on the field for us. We don't play with real wingers. Mm-hmm. If we played with wingers, you know, maybe he'd still be here. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. I'm just so. I'm so happy for him that he's at a professional team. Nice. He's at a professional team near near his family, and he's getting that another shot, which he you know he deserves a shot, right? He didn't he what he got last year and that banger of a goal he scored was not the only thing that he can do, right? He he Correct. can be a productive player at at the professional level, and I'm really excited to see what he does with Tormenta. Yeah, yep. episode yeah. 25, we talked with uh, Clayton and Joanne, there it aka is. Wheezy. I miss you, Wheezy. Yeah, king, me too. King, that's that's king, also the homie. King of one-liners, man. <laughs> uh, talking, one, about, I have, uh, talking about uh, Soren being the ostrich. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more question also, related to... Shout out to Wheezy and his mixtape. The bubble. <laughs> yeah, ask about the bubble. I want and it's more. specifically about the uh, the little argy-bargy that took place at the end of the Oakland game. Oh, great question. Between you and Jack McInerney. And by the way, I realize he's from Chattanooga, but you're more at Chattanooga than he is. Also, Jack McInerney can go that. fuck himself, especially <laughs> especially for that. He's, but, from, uh, he's from Hickson. But what also, a, he should want none of this. I just want to point out. He, he, <laughs> he got I think he regretted it afterwards. <laughs> I, I'm sure he ran into you and regretted it. But anyway, keep. <laughs> what else? So like what? Uh, if you can, and if you decline, or if you, rem- under, or if you even remember, oh, of course I remember. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> what what kind of what, what kind of happened there? Um, I mean, I've always heard about you know it's easy to get into his head. Um, so oh, I, mean, I like this for me as a player. You know, I've always been an antagonizer. You know, I love you know starting stuff. I mean, that's how I've always been as a defender. So. um I'm not sure if he did something to Nick or anything, but 
Yeah, and you know, he was he was always he was chirping, and you know I see him running. He sees me, and he runs into me. You know we both you know get off balance, and you know he falls to the ground, and uh, he tries to get up, and you know he <laughs> runs into me again. You know I'm, I'm standing there. You know obviously you know the refs and everyone think you know I kind of started that fight, but you know I kind of stood my ground, and but you know. I end up getting yellow. He ended up getting a yellow card, but you know everyone. You know the sideline ref was like, "Oh, it's a red card. It's a red card." It's like you know we were both. If we were both going, you know, both both of us could get red cards. But I mean, it was it was nothing too not too crazy. I mean, I obviously you know got inside his head because after that he was you know a little bit off. But well, from what we've also heard, so, so that sideline ref can also go fuck himself. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. He's a bitch. Yes. Definitely. I think I think you knocked him so far off that Oakland didn't want anything to do with him in USL championships. You are. You are. When was when was Hickson annexed? Do you remember when Hickson was considered? I Hick, don't. Hickson was Hickson right before yeah. it was Chattanooga. So maybe he maybe Maca whatever lived in Hickson before I think it was. It was I think annexed. it was late. Oh, for late, sure. Late 2000s. So you. Oh yeah. He, so you are more of a Chattanooga than, than he, he is. is. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even born in the city limits. Though to be fair, neither was I. But uh, yeah, he's a. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> are you want to move on to the fun rapid fire? Yeah, let's, miss do little, let's do a little bit more rapid fire. So, how are the new digs for 2021? And do you have a picture you can show us? No, I'm just kidding. I haven't seen them. Are you guys really? not in apartments yet? Oh, the new. Oh, the, yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Oh, they're nice. Oh, they're nice. I uh, love them. Henry Loft, uh, you know, right, right. In downtown. And next. you're walking distance from the stadium now. Yep, and Southside. Yeah, hey, stay, <laughs> I, stay out of trouble there. Of course, of course. I, uh, that's, I, a, that's I, a that's a dangerous course. place to walk this from. <laughs> I uh, I want to see, or, or I can't I can't wait to hear stories later on about players that you know wake up just a little bit too late and you're just like sprinting across the parking lot trying to get to training. I do love that that it's right there. Cannot, I cannot oh, wait for that. I mean, well, based on Sean showing up to this podcast at least seven minutes early, yeah, it's I probably not gonna be so him. Not gonna be Sean. Yep. I would say I've probably had to run at least once already this morning. At once, just once. But I mean, I still made it, though. I still made it, though. There you go. Do, do you, are, He's are like, you, I was only three minutes early. Sure. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are, you, are you an early riser now? Yes. Because yes, I know I you said you were an early riser when you were commuting to Richmond. But yes. is that like your is that your natural? Now it is. I mean, uh, my body naturally wakes me up by like 730, 8 o'clock. Um, I'm usually up, you know, mainly, mainly up by 730, 745. So you don't you don't have to set an alarm? I do, but I mean, just just for you know, just for just safety. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I just have alarms set, just because I'm multiple the, alarms. I'm the opposite. I got up, I got up at four a.m. for seven years, and I thought I had turned myself into a morning person. And I, I I've changed jobs. I, I work for myself now, and I went so fast to now <laughs> I could if I let myself sleep, I can sleep till ten a.m. No, and and for that seven years, like it didn't matter what I did, even on vacation, whatever else, like I would never seven eight o'clock. I would be up for sure and a lot of times it was five or six in the morning mm -hmm. and that wasn't just getting used to it i really thought i was a morning person i'm not i'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean i could i could probably go to bed at like two in the morning and still wake up at seven thirty. yeah see i couldn't if i go to bed <laughs> two i'll get up at 11 i'm i'm <clears throat> i am an early morning person only when i'm doing two things one is going to play soccer so every now and then we'll play at hpc super early okay. <clears throat> with some guys um shout out jonathan dryling for texting me every time they do that and i get up no problem or to go deer hunting i won't mm. sleep the night before i'll go to sleep at like 2 30 and i wake up at four and i'm like but but you yeah, i'm ready to go <laughs> i i just don't know i'm not even like nervous or excited or jittery i'm just but, awake but you that's how dick cheney shot a guy <laughs> that is well it was it was dove hunting but 
Yeah. Yeah. Shot a guy in the face with a shotgun. Um, also, you're a pretty early riser, Jay, I think, because when I used to get up at four, you'd be the first one to respond to my pod text. If I had a, a yeah. hairbrained <laughs> pod idea in the morning, that's also because I, that's also because I do the negative thing and I lay in the bed on my phone for a while. Though. Oh yeah. So I'm not like really getting up, but I mean, <laughs> but, but you would respond back at like six 15. Whereas Matthew yeah, doesn't, do. Matthew doesn't crawl out of bed till at least seven 15 <laughs> or, or, or later. It really, de- it really depends on my, my, uh, my furry wake up alarm. Yeah, the cat will get you. So jean jackets, yay or nay? I was about to segue into this question by saying I have no idea what that's doing there, but I, <laughs> I love it. You know I where it comes? You know where it legitimately comes from? It comes from that that silly Chattanooga Brewing Company awesome picture that Cam and and Kyle Carr did, where they're they're clinking, wearing cha- jean jackets. Wearing really? jean jackets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jean jackets, yay or nay? I don't have one, but yay. All right, and how do you feel about double denim? The Canadian tuxedo. The Canadian tuxedo, jeans on the bottom and jean jacket. You better be dripping in swag yeah, with personality. You have to. Yeah. You have to. If, yeah. you, if you're doing both of that, you you got to have everything from head to toe. That's what I, I, I feel like you got to have a certain, you got to have a certain vibe as a human being. Yeah, you got to wear it right. You can't You just, have to. Yeah. You can't just put jean on, like, you, yeah, you can't just put Because, like, on. I do it, like, I look like I'm coming from the farm <laughs> or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. You got you to gotta be different. But it has to be for a purpose, though, you know, it's like you're coming from the farm, but if you're just doing it just... I feel like I feel like Cam, okay, I feel like I Cam would. I feel like Cam would. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle as well. Kyle's, Kyle's would have a little bit of. It, it would be the uh, the denim with the fur. Yes, that would. <laughs> the Canadian tuxedo. The Canadian also tuxedo. The Vermont State Troopers uniform. Yes. So uh, we were talking about being morning people. Do you drink coffee? I do not. You don't drink. I coffee? drink cold coffee. Gotcha. I drink so, cold coffee. Now, do you drink? Are you a caffeine what? in the morning type of person, or do no. you not? Like I'm not a coffee person, but I no. I know I'm gonna kill myself eventually because I'm addicted <laughs> no, to Brian drinks three cups before we leave our apartment at least. Yeah, three cups, and, and then my takes guy. One to go. And y'all didn't. But he he wakes up early. He doesn't drink coffee. This is a psychotic he, man. <laughs> no, no, he's a superhero, and none of y'all believed me when I said this at the beginning. Hey, but hey, but Matt, Matt's different. We came, we came to a, a training session uh, for a media day, Matt and I, uh, during the season, and it's blazing balls hot outside. And this man, it's it's what was it like nine thirty or ten? This man has a thermos full of hot coffee, and and it's not like, like dude, we're sweating. He, if you need it for the caffeine, that, I understand Brian, it. Brian's like that. Same way. Brian's definitely like. So, I feel like he said that on the podcast so i actually listened to the to the part of the brian episode and he he and matt talk about it and they're both like they found like their kindred spirits <laughs> like kindred spirits and they're like matt matt we says, love each other matt says he drinks one coffee to be to become a human or to find the sorry one cup to find the lights to yep. figure out where they are mm-hmm. which i don't know how you find the coffee machine without the lights but anyway and then the second cup to feel like a human and brian's like same man same it's amazing <laughs> right yeah. on that's, and then, that's, and then that's the Ryan. third the third cup is to actually deal with other humans yeah and, and then these aren't these aren't like you know your 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 five six ounce cups here like we're talking about like you know 12 ounces a piece when's your fifth piss like because like i drink half a cup of coffee and i'm like loaded ready to roll immediately <laughs> uh yo the next question is really important it really is. It means it means a lot to <laughs> it's us. The most important question yeah, I yeah. ask you all does, on podcast: Does pineapple belong on pizza? No. Oh Hell shit! Yeah. We gotta go back uh, and tally. We do need to yes. go back and tally these. <laughs> I, don't know why. I mean, yeah. I've eaten it on pizza before, but but it doesn't belong. No. It violates some sort of UN charter. Like so, so Matthew would like to send us to Gitmo and thinks it violates the Geneva Convention. Uh, Jay and I think that he's a heretic. 
<laughs> but yeah. also, I'm right. Also, so. if Smitty were here, then you guys would win three to two, but he's not. We miss you, Smitty. Um, <laughs> Ty goes to the guest. Yes, it does. Seltzer versus beer. Depends on my mood, but uh depends on the, how the night's going, but I'll probably say beer. What's your favorite type of beer? Uh, Yingling. Nice. Yeah, Yingling or Modelo. Do you have a put- All right. Nice. Modelo. Modelo, in a okay. ca- Modelo in a can is Negro, my, Negro my or Especial? Negro. Yeah, me too. For some reason, I love it. drinks always taste better out of a glass bottle, but for some reason, beer out of a, of a Modelo bottle, just the way like the shape the, it is, I don't know. Like yeah. And the foil, I'm yes. fancy. Yes. Even, though, <laughs> they, even though this yeah. wasn't expensive. No, bro, no, it matters. It matters. <laughs> yeah. Shout I'm out to the Yingling, though. Like, that's the, that's the good stuff. Yeah, that is, that is. I love my Yingling. Yeah. I burn myself out on you. I still like Yingling, but, uh, man, I drank so much of it in college. That do was my you college like, beer. Do you like black and tan? No. Or is that like just a me thing? It's just you. <laughs> it's Ma- Matthew. Matthew likes Yingling just fine. He loves black and tan. No, no, not me. No, I, I, okay. No, I can't. I'm the same way. I'm, I'm maybe the only person on the planet. <laughs> Brian the, might. Maybe, maybe my dad. Brian probably does. Brian, Brian probably does. Might. Brian might. Also, hey. if Matt grows his hair out, it looks a lot like Brian's. <laughs> it's true. They might be secretly siblings separated at birth <laughs> based be. on their habits. Um, if you had a... We're bu- both goal scorers, so, you know. Hey. That's that's a <laughs> serious, serious stretch. Uh, I called it more a fallacy than anything else. Um, if you had a boat and it was yours, what would you name it? Rox- by, by the Roxanne. way, I Roxanne. Roxanne. I love yeah. this question. I'm so glad you added this. Is there it's, is there a story behind this? Nope. Just I like the name Roxanne. All right. This is by the way, you're the first guest to ever answer that question. We, I, we just redid our, our. I added that question. Uh, this <laughs> that morning. is a solid question. And, and it's going to be a question going forward on I the like pod. That. We it's it's the you're the first guest of of this year of this calendar year for us. That's a player. And so we've had uh, I think we've had Owen on. We've had a few other people on. I think we have Jeremy on this year. I think. Anyway, but we haven't had a player, so like we've revamped our, our player questions. And well, I, I really I, like that one. I'm gonna Roxanne come up. Good. I gotta think. It's a good boat name. It's a yeah. good ass boat name. I'm, I'm I'm trying to hop on that. Whoever's on there, they're partying. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta come up with a name for for Roxanne. one that I want to eventually own. Jay, you want to ask the next one? Yeah. Oh wow, I like this one. So there's there's I haven't seen all these. I didn't really I, read through them. This is this um, is a me special. So I, if I need to explain it, let me know. I may not have worded it. What's properly. the best purchase you've made in the last year with a price of one hundred dollars or less? And you define that however you want. I would say some... And in, in Modelo counts. <laughs> I mean, look, it could be a $2 pencil. It could be a $90 pair of headphones. It could be whatever you want. Just It's a really subjective question, but I think it's really interesting. I would say a poster board for my vision board that i made for me for myself this year hell yeah dude that's a solid oh, wholesome answer because yeah. you're wholesome yeah. content you always get wholesome content on the section one nine podcast <laughs> we always have something wholesome i mean listen the, there the it is children should not listen to this podcast but if, they, <laughs> if they are they should really be paying attention to what, what sean russell has done hard work vision board like making life happen <laughs> sorry for not believing myself uh, what's it like? We talked. We touched a tiny bit on this, but what's it like playing for Coach Fuller? And and for example, like tr- what are training sessions like? Because you know you've already expressed that you really like Coach. You guys have a really good connection. But what mm-hmm. are training sessions like? Um, you know, obviously he's a really entertaining personality. Um, does he expect more fitness, less fitness? Like you know, kind of what's it like to play for Coach Fuller? He expects you to show up ready to play. Um, you know, 
giving it your all. You know, don't show up, you know, half-assing it. Sure. You know, um, you know, you're going to have your bad training sessions, but, you know, if you're giving it your all, if, you know, giving 100%, you know, helping the next guy, you know, you may not be having the best training session, but if you're doing what's best for the next guy, you know, helping him, you know, be a better teammate, then, you know, that's something, again, that he always preaches, you know, helping the next guy, you know, to your left, to your right, you know, being a better teammate to yourself and for, you know, for the team. So, I mean, that's, again, that's, you know, that's something that I, for myself, you know, respect a lot because, you know, he obviously respects me a lot. And, you know, I, you know, being one of the older guys, you know, I have to kind of be a leader, you know, on the team this year to, you know, kind of instill that, you know, with the team. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, again, you know, he, but he also, again, it's the competitive spirit he brings, you know, the energy he brings, you know, he makes it fun. He makes it lively. And again, that's what, you know, that's what the guys love about, about him. And then that, again, that's why we're all so close. He seems kind of like a no days off kind of guy in the sense that he seems like he would be the kind of guy that get really angry if practice wasn't really intense. Am, Am I reading that wrong? No, you're not. I mean, if we aren't, you know, again, you know, if we're complaining too much, again, he doesn't like when we're complaining. At all. <laughs> I can see that. I can see so, that. So, you know, he doesn't like when we're bickering. And if he hears all that, then that's something that he does not like at all. So if he hears too much of that, he doesn't like the ticky tacky fouls, you know. You know, he likes proper defending, you know, getting your position early. So if you don't, you wouldn't have to foul sort of thing. So uh-huh. it's, it's the small details that he kind of preaches that he doesn't like so if we're bickering doing things like that then he'll start to get angry do you think do you think fuller like buys into my philosophy of fouling is winning i think he would prefer that you got in a better po- defensive position based on what Sean just <laughs> said and didn't have to foul but there it's are moments answer. where you should foul <laughs> matthew loves a tactical foul don't get him started um so when you, obviously we've already touched on the fact that you uh you're an actual superhero don't just look like one but you're an actual superhero um and, and, and there's kind of two parts to this question, and we'll talk about kind of, I guess, what your workout routine looks like. And maybe, you know, for anyone listening, I'm sure there's some words of wisdom that you can give. But uh, has this something that's always been, I mean, you said you played a lot of sports growing up, but were you always, um, and I'm going to put some words in your mouth and you can decide if they're true or not, but were you always a superior athlete to a lot of guys? Or is this something that you just hit the gym so much that, you know, or, or how does, you know, how does that work? Um. I was always pretty athletic growing up, um, you know, so and with basketball, with soccer, with baseball, you know, I was always, you know, quicker, faster, you know, um, you know, but I was, again, I wasn't the strongest, I wasn't the tallest. Sure. Um, again, I was just super athletic and, you know, that kind of, you know, again, this kind of brought me, took me a lot of places, but, you know, as far as working out, I didn't really start taking working out seriously until after my freshman year of college. Okay. Um, you know, probably better for your bones and ligaments and probably <laughs> everything seriously. <laughs> so, was, I mean, after, you know, my freshman year, we get our workout packets, you know, you got the team workouts and things like that. And after that, I, you know, for myself, I didn't think it was helping me. So I completely scrapped all my team workouts after, you know, for summer workouts, I did my own thing. Mm. Um, you know, I did my own gym workouts. I did my own running. I did my own training. So it was one summer I, you know, took some summer school classes on campus so i had nothing but the gym the soccer <laughs> field going to class and the cafeteria so again the campus is on a mountain that's like that's a college dream right there it's on the mountain <laughs> you know so there was no civilization where my campus was so i changed my whole routine i just did just you know, a lot of a lot of upper body stuff you know just every day just going to class go to the gym going to class going to the gym going to class and going to soccer field 
and then I just next next uh, semester I just kind of and everyone was like what'd you do <laughs> you, put, you put on 20 pounds of muscle and everyone's like, like who is this guy what'd you do and you know kind of after that I just kind of took off you know just kind of just loved fitness after that you know just different workouts um again my, my dad started me in the gym you know early when I was able to go and then you know doing push-ups but I kind of fell off but again once I got into college again it's different ball game so I kind of had to be stronger now are, um, are you the kind of guy that goes to the gym three times a week with a plan or are you the kind of guy that has to go every single day like um I have my days off if I don't go to the gym I'll probably do 200 push-ups you know, not oh yeah, so no days off then. Your version of a day off is my version of a not being able to move <laughs> for a week after. So I kind of do my own little like in-house workout, with, you know, push-ups and core if I don't go to the gym. But that's kind of like my day off sort of thing. Yo, so, I, I know Breezy will buy tickets to watch you play football, <laughs> but I'm beginning to sound like it. Breezy might buy tickets. Soccer, to, <laughs> soccer, football. I would buy it. I would buy it either way. But yeah. Well, I was gonna say he might buy tickets to come watch you work out. <laughs> so what happened is the first time i think it was against in the detroit away game i think you took off your shirt after the game and you were i believe it's that's what i'm saying game. see he definitely will buy tickets and, to watch you work out <laughs> no here's the thing we're, i'm watching the stream and you walked by zeka and i know exactly what type of like size zeka is i know what zeka looks like because i've been around zeka a long time zeka's been here a long time and when you walked past him I was like, first of all, that's a superhero. And second of all, he's three <laughs> times the size of Zekka. And with, with your shirt on, you had looked like not the same size, but like, you know, kind of like a normal guy. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then ever since then, I've just been stalking Sean on Instagram. I, so, can, I can confirm the story because I was there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I texted a, uh, I pretty sure I took a picture of the screen and texted it to somebody. Did you know? <laughs> Yo, so um, we, I have another, that text, I have another very important question for you. And this one relates to working out, and it, it determines you psychiatrically. Do you listen to music when you work out? Yes. Or something. Okay. Thank God. So you're not a thank God. So you're not a bona fide psychopath. <laughs> so we had Who doesn't so listen to music. When you thank, you. Thank, exactly. you. thank you. Exactly. Thank you. So uh, oh, several people in the couple couple guests in the history of this podcast, and they're not welcome back. No, just kidding, Sheldon. We love you. Um, <laughs> shout out, shout Caleb. out, Caleb Cole. Caleb Cole. Uh, the two actual psychopaths that. Don't listen to anything. They're like, we like to hear the sound of our breathing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a. Look, <laughs> it, it started as a conversation before the podcast, and it was Caleb. It is was really good friends with Cam. You know how mm -hmm. goofy Cam is. So I just hit record, and we caught like this sound bite where they were like talking about how yeah, like if you don't listen to something while you work out, you're just listening to yourself go. <gasps> you know, like you gotta be psycho. I in some way, so it became it became a wow. staple question on the if podcast. If I forget my headphones, I'm devastated. Yeah, yeah. I'm same. searching my car for extra headphones. If it only one works, I might use that. Yeah. I need <laughs> something. Yeah, I actually yeah. might play my phone out loud over the gym music. Yeah, yeah, and and like also some people have said, which is also an acceptable answer. Podcasts, right? Some people like to you know maybe they want right. to, but you got to listen right. to something. Like, yes. Yeah, something. It's, oh, it's something. Come on. something. I made I made the mistake of uh, and I used I used to be a hundred percent in the camp of don't listen to anything because I was a you know I was a long distance runner. I'd run outside. Okay. It's not this is not surprising. But then your doctor gave you like Klonopin <laughs> and Xanax and you chilled out. And started <laughs> and <laughs> like well now I just you know you listen like have 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 your you know headphones in while on the treadmill or or, or doing whatever. But I made the mistake. Uh, sometime this week uh, at the hotel 
of working out in the uh, just like riding a bike, just no headphones, no nothing. Like it's, it, it, I think the the TV's on like one of those like auto auto channels that's just you know. Uh, you watching Days of Our Lives? It's, <laughs> no, it, no, it's even, it's even worse. It's like pre, it's like previewing movies that are on like you know pay per view oh, or like, oh, on yeah, like no. the, you Get, buy at the hotel. Like, no, no, sir, it's actually it's actually terrible stuff at six a.m. That's hilarious. Yeah, I actually watch YouTube uh, when I work out, and well, I, when I ride the Peloton, like I'm I'm muted. Like I pay attention to the cadence. Also, and listen to, to the humble brag there when I wow. ride my Peloton. That's not, that not a brag, bro. Also, you mute the Peloton. Isn't the whole point that they yell at you to like? You know, yeah, well, you be you have like a plan to go to, and my everybody else listens to it, but I watch tutorials on how to like edit and do film and stuff like that. So look, it's look just at, look at you. Adam, it's where it's Adam, where Adam, I learn fine, the best. Fine, the rest of my fine. body is taken care of. Yeah. I'm not thinking I'm not distracted. It's the only time where I found where I can watch a tutorial about something and like literally zone fully in on what that person's talking about. Yes. Wow. Maybe I'm a psychopath. Maybe that's another no, <laughs> version. No, no. No, <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's the same reason shower thoughts come to you in the shower. Oh, yeah. Like, you're doing something that you have to do that you do every day so you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're all like this is my my theory at least you're all like it absorbed in what you're doing but you're not thinking about it so everything's occupied yeah and then your brain's yeah. free to wonder yep and that's why shower thoughts are dangerous yo i get in fights with people in the shower uh, hey, speaking of <laughs> speaking of the running on the road thing uh and working out do you when you run as a part of your fitness regimen do you do it on the treadmill on the on the road on the road or on the field. So okay. if, when I'm, if I'm a training on the field, then I'll just do like a couple sprints. Um, or if I'm running, if I want to just run like two miles, I'll just run on the road. But okay. No treadmill. If I do a treadmill, it's like intervals, 30 seconds on, sprinting at like a 12 speed, you know, 30 second rest, you know, sprinting for the next minute. Another humble brag, 12 speed. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice little five minute mile right there. Do you, uh, do you have any soccer superstitions? When it comes to ev- all sports that I watch, which is pretty much the big six and everything else, I have giant superstitions, and I can't. And this could be as them. a fan or or particularly or, as a player. For yeah, example, fan got to put on the right foot for, got to put on the right shoe first, or you know. Um, I have a few. Uh, you know, it's I usually go into a corner by myself. You know, write mm-hmm. into my journal. Uh, you know, what things I want to do. You know, during the game, things like that. Um. Always put a piece of gum in my uh, compression shorts, and right before the whistle blows, I you know pop it open. Oh, where did that start? Yo, where I am looking start? for that. Yeah, from now yes, on, no. I'm gonna start looking for that. It started in college, and again, I don't know where it came from. Honestly, I just started. What kind of what kind of gum? It just once I started playing, it just I like, just put it in my compression shorts. You know, yeah, like Wrigley. You got Big Red. What is it? Wrigley's or Double Mint. Gotcha. Wrigley's a double mint. Solid. Um, Makes the breathing cool, especially on a hot Chattanooga night, I'm yep. sure. Always put it in my left compression shorts. When you're when you're uh, whispering sweet nothings into the attachers, <laughs> trying, to get, trying, <laughs> to get, trying to get trying to get under, you know, into their head a little bit. They'd be hey. like, oh, damn, like, you know, dude's hey, breath is good. I'm thinking of a, what's the, um, what's the commercial? Dirty mouth? Clean it up. Orbit. Thinking of an Orbit commercial. <laughs> we need to reach well, out. Somebody if, talking if anybody, that trash anybody, and you eat Orbit and you're just like, great game. If yeah, anybody has any connections to Orbit and listens to this podcast, please hit us up and we're going to be in contact with we Sean. We also need a sponsor. With your next right. spokesperson. But you're not allowed to pay him so much money that he doesn't play for CFC anymore. <laughs> Do you I have... I will fight you. Maybe maybe this goes into superstition or not. Probably not. Um, what's your favorite pregame meal? And then you can uh, you can follow that up with your favorite postgame meal. Uh, pasta, pasta and chicken. Yeah, for uh, sure. Pre-game, I mean, honestly, it's 
nothing too crazy. Usually my stomach hurts after a game, so I don't really eat, you know, like the pizza or the sandwich. So kind of let my stomach kind of digest down, die down, and I'll probably eat like a, you know, just a sandwich they gave us or after games or something like that. Nothing too heavy. Gotcha. Now, what time are are you someone that eats? Because for me, and we talked about this. This I'm probably the only one who finds this interesting. But like some players eat like I do three hours. I need to eat two or three hours before I do any sort of Same. physical activity. I'm like, I'm at least four hours and then a banana right before. So and then pipe was like pipe doesn't eat after like noon or whatever. Like he eats like maybe a piece of fruit or something. But he's like I have to be completely empty. So like are are you somewhere in between? Like what? How do you time your meals pregame? Or does it matter to you? Um. So if we have like a seven o'clock game, I'll probably eat my pregame meal around three thirty, three thirty four. Um, so I would probably have to be at the stadium about six, five forty five, six, uh, five forty five. Shower about four, you know, four thirty, and then, you know, probably eat right after I get out the shower. Sometimes if I, you know, if I'm rushing, but four o'clock is usually right right before. I usually eat three hours before. Gotcha. Solid. Uh, that's awesome. All right, so some teammate-related questions. Matthew, why don't you take some of these? You mean I'm not just going to be heckling the whole time? No, no. You can continue to do both if you like. So uh, you said you don't really play any much FIFA. No. Do you ever watch? No. Do you ever? I have. I mean, Do, do you have an opinion on who's the best FIFA player? He's like, yeah, I team? don't try to watch. Hey, you guys playing? Can I watch? Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask if there's, any, if there's any gambling going on in this establishment. Ooh. <laughs> Well, that's a good question. Solid, Matthew. <laughs> I, I apologize for cutting off your question. I was wrong. <laughs> I said, you, can't, you, can't, um, you can't shut down Casablanca in here. Honestly, I haven't seen anyone play FIFA. I mean, I watched Colo play, you know, uh, NBA Is he Live, the best? Uh, oh. But, I mean, he says he'll be the best at FIFA. Does he play NBA Live? <laughs> Yes, he does. He or said, does he do 2K? Or 2K, yeah, 2K, yeah, yeah. 2K, yeah. 2K, I need sorry, to, 2K, I need to 2K. get his tag. On, on, honestly, the 2K. If, if it was the BA Live, that'd Yo, be so 2K, much more interesting. 2K, 2K. He said, yeah, 2K is the jam. 98. Uh, he said, that's, that was my jam. That was mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he said on this podcast in front of everyone that he was the best FIFA player on the team. So yeah. he's got to he back it me. up. He totally said me. Like, we asked him. Yeah, that we asked this question. He goes, me. Yeah, <laughs> dead, dead straight face, no just laugh. Just like that, me. Just no, no laughing. Just there, there was no joke about it, and, he, and you know he was, not, he was serious. It wasn't. He was so serious. <laughs> That's cool. You don't joke with FIFA with Colo at That's all. So no video games or anything. Hit who on the? Who? I absolutely need. Sorry, side no, note. Go ahead. I absolutely need to see, and it, I guess it won't happen at least for a while until maybe he comes back to visit or something like that. I need to see Pipe and Colo play a FIFA match. Pipe, Pipe just plays on whatever team Olivier Giroud's on. <laughs> Tell you that he's the best player in FIFA. He'll tell you that straight up. Andy Carroll was his, his player to, before. He that. used to say West Ham because of Andy Carroll. Yeah, he's which uh, is crazy, pipes, but also pipes, not wrong. Pipe's really good. I played with Phil. Phil and I played last off season, and he beat me two out of three. But it was close. One of them was a. Uh, I I didn't. We drew the first one. I think we drew the second one. Then he, anyway, he beat me two out of three, but it was really close. He's he's also. If, really if we're good. gonna start bringing back some uh some some player FIFA things, I'm gonna have to start playing a little bit more and. Get, get back. He and I it. played online. We didn't play in person. Um, I, I need to. Uh, we need. To, we need to set. We've talked about this before. Once the pan. Once the pandy winds down, we need to set up a FIFA tournament. Yeah. Damn right. So I'll watch. I'll yeah, definitely yeah. watch. Yeah, you can. You can. You can take the best. The, pe- the peanut gallery. I would honestly antagonize. I would instigate everything. Yes. I, would instigate I wouldn't mind definitely. setting up a live match too, like like a like a um, 
online match that we could get cameras. That'd be fun, too. Trash talking over the mic. You know how funny that would be. <laughs> who do the trash who on the, we'll yo, put, right you, we'll put you I'll, on the mic, Sean. I'll do all that. Yeah. I'm instigating everything. Each player has to have a hype man. You. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> MC Sean Russell. <laughs> who, uh, who on the team eats the most food? Who's not stop snacking? I mean, I snack a lot, so I put myself in there. Nice. I snack a lot. Have you hit the gym that much? <laughs> I would imagine you gotta. You gotta I, snack I definitely a lot. snack a lot. I I do love my chips. I do nice. love my chips. Nice. Um, All right. What kind of chips? Kettle cooked, baked. Kettle cooked. Kettle cooked. Wow. Sure. Yes. The baked baked ones. Uh, they cut my mouth, but I still eat them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, probably uh, Nick Spielman. Yeah, I could see that. Nick Spielman. Big country. Spunky. He always has multiple nicknames that people call him. <laughs> I only call him Spunky because Cam calls him Spunky. Good. <laughs> the once Cam said that I can't unhear it. <laughs> Brian Brian eats a lot. I could see that. Brian eats a lot. Who cooks the best though to f- to to feed the uh, the Gordos? We haven't had anyone Anybody? cook for the team. I mean, me and Kyle Carr actually uh, in our apartment last season we uh, cooked breakfast for a couple guys on the team. So, what's we- your go to? Uh, no, um, he made the waffles or uh, pancakes or French toast. I uh, made the eggs, he made like the bacon, he made like the hash browns. All right, know, it's like, a good spread. Shit, I'm know. hungry now. Yeah. That's breakfast and chat, you know, that's what let's we call go. it. <laughs> Did that's, you that's really breakfast go. And chat. That's what we called it. Just should have called it like second watch or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, during the pandy, like, it's probably the safest place you could eat breakfast as well. <laughs> when uh, pandy. when you guys are on, on the bus traveling. Who uh, who always sits up Rich front with Coach? Yeah, who's who, Rich okay. teacher's bed? Who who besides the captains? I mean, also definitely the brown nosers. Those two. I love I love how I'm pretty sure he said Juan before you even yeah he, your he, question. He, he he knew exactly. <laughs> but like but like they're but like they're they're captains. They're captains like so, uh, wow, who sits close? Right. Or, or, or be- the better question is who's, who's angling to sit close to. We want to <laughs> know who the team brown noser is. That's where this question really goes. Besides one and Rich, of course. Alec Reddington. Okay. Okay. Alec Reddington. And follow up question Where do you sit on the bus? I sit in the back with the cool kids. Everybody <laughs> knows the cool kids sit in the hey, back. Do you draw on the seats? No. <laughs> <laughs> I sit in the back. Everyone knows you just like cutting up in the back. Who's control? I sit like right, probably two seats from the from the far far back. Who's controlling the music on the bus? Clay was that guy. For yeah, us. Clay was the guy that controls the music. Do you have good taste in music? I do. Yes. No, I but do. it's Clay. Yeah, he does for like, sure. Like the rest of the te- it wasn't just like he had the speaker. Like the te- the rest of the team was cool with him. No, we music. were cool. I mean, before training, you know, on the bus after training, it was always Clay. It was nice. always. I'm Clay. I'm looking forward to see. Uh, you guys will get a, a small taste of this for preseason, but I'm very curious to see who uh, who takes up that spot in terms of Is it you, Sean? Had, Is it you, Sean? Um, Alec McKinley did it two days ago. I did it earlier today. But, I mean, before training is different because my vibe is really slow. You know, I don't really like what, to, you know. What, do you, what, what would you listen to before, before training? I'm more of like a chill, like acoustics, you know, instrumentals or... More of like slow, like R and B, or just some like chill music like that, you know. My so you girl, like to stay George, calm and get Georgia your head Smith, right. I listen to a lot. Uh, you know, I listen to her a lot. Um, that's Snow Light, I listen to her a lot. All right. You know, so you, so. you 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 may like a little different thing pregame than some guys. 
Yeah. Who yeah. might who might like to run through a wall before a game? Brian Bermet. Well, I was gonna say, and then, and then there's Brian Bermet walking <laughs> Brian into training Bermet. with just his coffee and no music. Just walking fast. Hey. With his mug. There was a I play I played ice hockey in high school, um, ice hockey and soccer, and there was a kid who used to literally bash people's heads in. Like that was his role on the team was to be physical. Oh shit, we're getting our we're getting our shit kicked and they're talking shit and they're like up on us. Okay, get on the ice and literally go kill somebody. He listened to Dave Matthews before we play soccer. I mean hockey, sorry. Dave Matthews. That was his vibe, was wow. Dave Matthews. And, and, and we'd be listening to like you know, crazy like corn and like rage against the machine and no, like, more of a slow vibe before before games. You know, I'll throw in like, you know, a little hip hop and, you know, things like that. But I'm mainly like, you know, a slow vibe yeah, type person before okay. games. I mean it fit, it fits with what you said too. Like you said you like to go to the corner a little bit, like, you know, be by yourself, get mm-hmm. your head, you know it sounds like you have nice. a, a particular place you want to be, a particular headspace you want to get in. Yes. So you talk a little, a little trash. Maybe not just more. You know, not under as somebody's. much as I used to when I when I was growing up playing club. Man, I was, <laughs> I was dirty. <laughs> I That's was dirty. so funny. So I've, I've calmed down as I got older, but I mean, you, I still. You, you it's just, a, it's a weapon, man. It's a weapon. Do you try to get under people's heads and oh, like not do, I, not I, do like full on like like trash trash. Do you know who Jalen Ramsey is? Yes. So I, we went to rival high schools. Um, shout out Jalen, but he was on a podcast one time and he was talking about how in college he would literally like. He was guarding a receiver in college. He would like go find that dude's Instagram, find his girlfriend, and start DMing her. And like before would do, the game, before the game, and then he'd go into the game, and be like, "What's up? You know, I've been DMing what's your face or whatever." But then he <laughs> wow. said, when he, when he got to the NFL, when he got to the NFL, you know, you get older, you start, you know, you calm down. He said, "Yeah, dude's got wives. I can't be doing that." <laughs> it's so uh, it's such it's such a good interview because he is such an off the cuff amazing oh, athlete, man. but. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> fantastic. That's another level of trash. Talk. I know, wow. I know, I know he's a, a lot he's of crazy. Uh, a lot of college fans do that. The players, if they find you know things like that, they'll talk to you from the sideline. They'll find something like but that. But those are sad people, though. Don't don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there's, there's sad a, and drunk. Yeah, like, we try to get in people's head during the games. So, like I get that, but like if you're spending time looking up somebody's like, yeah, sp- I don't I don't do all that. I'm a I'll find something something small. It doesn't have to be like about it. Like just I always thought that like the small things were the best because it was just just a little something to like just put them off a little bit you don't I, need to, you don't need to like make them mad because they might play better if they're mad just a little something to put them off for a second hey, my, my coach in high school would always hear chirping like on, especially on ice your voice travels like really far and he would always look at us and go mental warfare <laughs> like don't let them get to you it's mental warfare we would ha- always have these talks because we had so many kids with like bad tempers and they would just like freak out and he'd be like listen this week we're tr- we're, we're working on mental warfare I mean, I'm talking trash to you. It's mental warfare. So during the game, you get chirped at, and you'd be like, "Man, fuck that kid." Yeah, hey, mental warfare. Chill out. Bro. It's always part, it's part of the game, though. Like, I mean, Marcano said it on this podcast. Like, he said, like, you know, and Marcano's the nicest kid. Like, he's he he's the That's and, my boy. and I don't just mean kid. Like, he's the nicest human. Like, yes, he he's is. a. But he said, like, when you get on the field, like. He's gonna pick out something about you, like whether it's how you play, or he's gonna, you know, he's, he's gonna pick out something. And if he needs to talk trash, he thinks he can get in your head to win the game. Like, yeah. and that's it's a competitive thing, right? Cool bicycle yeah, mark like on said, it. I just I love when like forwards like make runs. And it's like, and they're yelling for the ball, and it's like, I'm here the ball, and it's like, I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting the ball. <laughs> you, say, you say it, don't you? Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I say it to their face. You're not getting the ball. I'm over here. <laughs> 
So go to the I love other that. side. So who's the biggest trash talker on the field? Nick Spielman. And yeah. is a big country. Nick Spielman. What kind of stuff does Nick say? Or, or can you repeat the kind of things I that can't Nick repeat says? Those things. <laughs> is, is he just like in your he's ear from chirping. minute one? Yeah, he's always just chirping. I love it though. I love it. I love his energy. I love That's playing. Next to, I love playing next can, to Nick. Can you can you feel the energy getting in the other in the other teams from from minute one? Always, always, always love it. I mean, he starts it, I'll finish it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I love that so much. Best, you gotta have that as a pairing. So like, I I have one more adjacent question to that. Does does Richard talk? Does he chirp at all? Nah, he does because not. I haven't it, seen it, though, we, but he he does everything through his play. So his, you know, his, cause, cause his have, trash talk is through uh, his play. Because so. we, we, you know, if we have, <laughs> if we have three center backs and it's, and it's you and it's and it's big country and then it's Richard, you've got one guy chirping the whole time. You got one guy who just you know Finishes. leads on the field and like talks to you guys, and then you've got you just you know like. Feeding off a little bit of whatever's happened with Spunky. You know what Richard will do? He will murder you with a slide tackle. Yes. By win- and he will yes. win the ball a hundred times out of a hundred. And, and, clean. and clean you out as well. And yes. then when you talk trash, he looks just like that. There's a picture on the wall of Richard. And he's just staring at you. I don't think I've Shout ever Rich. seen Rich talk trash at all. Maybe Rich. a couple times in practice, but it's nothing like crazy. He do, it doesn't seem like his personality. It's a good question because no. it doesn't seem like his personality. No. Love Rich, man. Uh, but I tell you what, the day that we see him lose his cool, you're gonna we're gonna know that it was something real. If he loses his cool, we're all gonna be on the field like, <laughs> all right, uh, it's, it's about to go down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's about uh, to go down. Oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> all right, so let's move into some non-soccer questions. So our other co-host Smitty actually submitted this next question. R.I.P. But also love you. Um, so he just, and we didn't ask you, um, but it, this is a two-part question. Basically, the first part is, have you had any significant injury setbacks in your career? Um, none that's really kept me from off the field. You know, I've had minor, you know, nicks and now hamstring pulls, um, you know, groins. Mm. Um, but nothing like too crazy, like an ACL tear or anything yeah. like that. Uh, so that's actually exactly what um, Matt just had ACL surgery, and then Smitty's at home with really? ACL surgery now. Um, so you may not have, and it's, it's perfectly fine if you don't, but he actually asked with this question, do you have any specific advice on recovery from a torn ACL? Um, he obviously knows that you spend a lot of time in the gym, so he's like, maybe. <laughs> and then all, obviously a lot of players do have like injury setbacks, and they overcome them. So, And again, if this is not applicable, it's perfectly fine, but uh, his question was, do you have any um, advice on recovering from a, from a torn ACL? Or from any injury setback? Um, I had a uh, teammate that tore his ACL uh, in college. Um, that we, I mean, he's from the same area as, as me as well. Uh, but I mean, it was it was it was devastating for him. But it was just you know patience, you know, in rehab, you know, just getting back to full strength, um, you know, just kind of taking it day by day, you know, not you know getting down on yourself, um, mm. you know, just doing the proper things. Um, Again, I mean, I had like a minor injury in college, like a groin and hip injury. And, you know, it was just, you know, again, just strengthening my hips, you know, with band works or just like saying, just injury prevention, things like that. I, I do a lot of injury prevention, you know, things, for, especially for my knee. What kind of stuff, lot. what kind of stuff do you do for your knees? Um, you know, just kind of like pistol squats sometimes, you know, just kind of one-legged balance, you know. Did I see you do one of those? What's those, what are those half balls the called? The BOSU balls. Did I see you doing pistol squats on a BOSU ball? Yes. Oh my God, that sounds so bad. <laughs> Is is that injury prevention? Is that what you consider injury, or are you just showing off on Instagram? That just sounds that just sounds like I'm about to hurt myself by thinking about it. 
I'm not. Uh, there was a time in my life I could do some pistols. I don't think I could do one right now. Uh, there's no point in my life could I ever do a bosu uh, on a bosu ball. <laughs> I'm I'm just now to the point where I can I can sort of stand on a bosu ball with with, with both legs. The thing is, I I actually had to do things like that for my hip and groin mm. injury. You know, the trainer in college. You know, again, a lot of band works, a lot of balance, a lot of core stability. Um, that's that's again that's how I kind of started. So so the, that legi- that legitimately does help with your uh... yes yes. Wow. So I mean so I mean I, I, I mean so now every time I go to the gym if I'm doing a leg workout I'm always on a bosu ball mm. doing something. And that's so, really good for stabilizers, yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm just over here like trying to extend my knee out a little <laughs> bit doing some <laughs> yeah Matt, fire the I quad mean, a little bit. I mean like and to Matt's credit like Matt has got PT and he's doing like he's actually back in the gym doing he you just started running again right Matt like you're actually very little How far into like, rehab running uh where we are now at uh just right around four and a half getting closer to four and three quarters months okay. so like we're still like I just I've only run twice five minutes uh five minutes straight was my first run back mm-hmm. And then eight minutes non-consecutive. And Matt's a collegiate runner. If you didn't know, he went to school on a collegiate running scholarship. So like that's a big part of his life as well. Yeah. So shout out Xavier. Yeah, shout out Xavier. So like it's it's also it's not just that he's trying to get back. Which and Smitty's going through a similar thing, but uh, like it's yeah you know. the the not being able to run part really sucks yeah. because uh, you run marathons. No, 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 no definitely not. Um, <laughs> What about Ironman? I mean, he definitely didn't run 100 <laughs> meters either, though. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I was a long distance runner, and and I topped out, uh, I topped out at you know, I don't know, like 90, 90 or so miles a week. Okay. You know, long runs of you know, 18 to 20. Uh, but you know, I, I I I gave that up because I went through a point in my life where I was I was injured so often. Yeah. That especially in college, uh, hardly hardly able to make it through a season. That I was done. I was, you know, I'm done. Mainly your knees. <laughs> Actually, it was everything but my knees. Really, it was it was, uh, it was taking playing soccer as an adult with me. Yeah, and with us. Yeah, yeah. that uh, did his knees in. Yeah, so same with Smitty. So all, all these things, and I, I just gave it up for you know, well, I see kind it. of a couple of years, uh, and, and I've slowly <laughs> started doing a little bit of running here and there, not not too much, okay. uh, just for like life fitness, uh, to to you know, I got I got pretty unhealthy there for a while. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I was on this like good path and like the pandemic was actually really useful for me because that's when I started running outdoors again. And it, it was my, you were, one, running, you were running on the bridge and yeah, I saw it, him in North shore. It was, it was my I one listened time. To a podcast where we were talking about coming back from the pandemic. And I literally said, you were like, I ran and I was like, I saw you in North shore. <laughs> it was, I was, I was like my one time during lockdown to be able to leave the house every day and go and go do something. Uh, and then, and then obviously started playing soccer again and just, you know, there also, goes there goes the also he, the he he blew out his knee playing soccer and then finished blowing out his knee when clayton adams scored that goal against new york cosmos <laughs> and he jumped in the air and twisted and landed wrong and finished it off yeah, that was a goal basically, right there basically yeah listen also worth it worth I mean, it worth your meniscus i don't know if it was worth it do you uh do you have any hidden talents i do not actually uh something no, that something that people know. might be surprised to hear about you Playing an instrument, I, mean, I guess cooking sing. breakfast oh, could be one. I mean, I played the saxophone and uh, piano growing up. Bro, um, playing play the that. fucking saxophone is a giant hidden talent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. Oh, I just happened to play the saxophone <laughs> and the piano. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna reteach myself how to play the saxophone again. That, and, uh, that's I mean, dope. I, anytime I see like a keyboard and piano, I'll, I'll always play on it. 
I mean, I didn't get like that far into it, but I'm gonna again reteach myself how to uh, play the piano again. I you mean, play I by just ear? Love music. Was there a piano at the hotel in the bubble? I don't. Not that you think, found. Not that I don't found. think so. I don't think so. No. And, and what Jay was saying, do you play by ear? Uh, no, I can read. I can. I like cool. to, I Same. Music. Do you know a lot what of people ho- can? Do you know what hotel uh, is going to be used for the bubble in Chattanooga? I do not. Okay. Oh man, Matthew, stay away from that hotel. No, Matt, no, it's gonna I, be sitting outside. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, if it was the if it was the the big Marriott, I there's, there's a, piano? a piano. Okay, oh, okay, that's fair. Um, favorite restaurant, and, and some of these may not be applicable because you've been here, you know, essentially during a pandemic and only during a pandemic. But uh, do you have a favorite restaurant in Chattanooga for a date? That I have not been able to get that far. That's fair. Uh, favorite spot in Chattanooga. To just chill. This doesn't have to be a, a restaurant or anything like that. This could be a, a hike or a park or or your apartment. I mean, whatever. But favorite kind of favorite spot in Chattanooga. Um, for me, it was uh, the park and you know, under the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I went cool. a couple Lich. times last Hell season. Yeah. yeah, and I just just kind of chill, just you not know, be by myself. You know, just kind of walk. Yeah. Um, Big green space. Yes. Yes. I love it there. I also like to put my paddleboard and go across to the island out there sometime. I'm trying to take some dudes out there. I know that they used to go do that. I took Panzer out there. Him and I went with my wife uh, in a kayak. Paddleboarding. Yeah. yeah. I just, I you just never... paddleboard across the river. You go, and then you know what a slack line is? No. So it's like a it's like a tight rope, mm-hmm. but it's like a, like a toe strap. And it's like they have one on this island in the middle of downtown over a river. So you try and like walk across, and it's like if you bust ass, like, you fall in you water, fall in real, what? and so you get up and do it again. It's so much fun, really, especially after a few seltzers. Yeah, me and Marcano, <laughs> <laughs> me and Marcano would always uh, we would catch the sunrise at a lookout mm. mountain. Bro, so yeah, we'd, sunset we'd rock. All, I love, dude. He's always y'all are getting some good ones too. I follow both of you on social media, but I always see, <laughs> yeah, I always so, see Marcano. He, he kind of got me into that uh, towards the end of the season last year. So we, I went like my last week here. We went that whole week. You know, catch the sunrise, and then even after that, he kind of started getting me up. You know, catching the sunrise at home. Bro, let's go. Let's let's go there. And let's. I have, I have like a, a a sick camera, and I want to take my drone because I've been telling him I want to go soon. We should all go do that sometime. I'm down. I love it. Like I love it, it. dude. At at uh, when you're on sunset, like when you when you're in the city, you there's a sunrise happening, but you don't know until the clouds burn off sometimes, mm-hmm. especially depending on like the season and stuff. But when you go up Sunset Rock, you see the city covered by clouds and see the sunset that's happening it's, so it's like it's magical it. man how do you spend your free time in chattanooga in particular um just kind of hang around my apartment or just kind of hang around with some of the guys on the team uh i hang out with uh, ryan mccano a lot uh you know we're really close um alec mckinley uh brian Bement. you know we kind of hang out a lot together um you know like to bother Nick Spielman sometimes. Yes, <laughs> I like to bother Speed. Nick Spielman sometimes. By the way, his other nickname, which he doesn't probably doesn't know yet, is Speed Racer. <laughs> and you know exactly why. Uh, when, uh, when when we can do organized chanting at, at safely again and not worry about spitting on each other, uh, go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go is going to happen every time he steals the ball and and takes a couple dribbles. No, fuck yeah, it's so good. It's so mean also to the opposing player because when when a guy of Nick Spielman's size and his um speed takes the ball from you and then dribbles away from you and we're all chanting go speed racer go speed racer Rapid. go speed racer go speed. Uh, and that's that's a smitty special but that's yeah it's good 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but if we're not all hanging out, I mean, I kind of like to just kind of hang out sometimes by myself. I just listen to music or just, just kind of listen to my thoughts sometimes. Just say yeah. silence. Uh, favorite TV or Netflix show, whether it's what you're watching currently or favorite of all time, you can kind of take that however you want. Wow. Um, Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. I did like, not see that. That was coming. a left hey. turn. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy is my show. Hey. My face, my face was like looking down at my phone at, 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 at the template, and then just like popped up. Like Grey's, what? Grey's Anatomy is my show. Grey's Anatomy is my show. I started watching the sophomore year of college, and uh, bro, you know that part where you said you haven't been on a date yet. If girls listen to this, they'll probably go on a date with you. <laughs> you may, you, you, you still may not have gone on a date next time you're on here, but it will not have been by choice. My goodness, Grey's Anatomy is um, a show that I'm that I you know love to watch you know every thursday abc uh wow. the, that is the i i don't know how many of these were honest answers or not but that one was for sure honest because nobody <laughs> has said gray's anatomy hey, on this podcast i'm i'm not i'm yeah. not a massive gray's anatomy fan my wife is but i really do miss with shonda rhimes she's a sick writer she is I mean, so she knows what she's doing murder man. yep she, the, like I see so many shows that we'll start watching, and my wife will be like, "Yeah, Shonda Rhimes." I'm like, "Yo, does <laughs> she, she sleep? She, she, <laughs> like, she what pro, does she do?" She is prolific, man. Yeah, she it's is, crazy. Prolific. Yeah, um, I have one more. I have one more. Go ahead. If if there was gonna be a movie made about your life, who would you want to play you? Oh shit, Denzel. Oh hell that's yeah, such a good answer. Or Will Smith. I both who, great who, answers. Who plays young you though? Who plays young me? Because both those guys uh, aren't playing young you unless, you know, they do a lot of hair and makeup. Who plays young me? Like, how young are we talking? Like Maybe early 20s. You know, R.I.P. Chad. Uh, yeah. Chadwick Boseman. Yes. Boseman. Yeah. Yes. There we go. Yes. All right. That's a, that's a good that's a good group right there. I think. I, a good I, damn good movie. I have. I have I, we're near the end of our list, but I have one question that we skipped over that I have to ask. I think we're going to know the answer, but what's your favorite non-soccer sport? Basketball. If you couldn't choose basketball. And if you ch- couldn't choose baseball. Oh, really making him dig something something from left field here. Something weird. Uh, I really like water polo. Tennis. Yeah, tennis is fire. Tennis, definitely. I was I never liked tennis, and then one time I was really drunk at my friend's house, and everybody fell asleep, and I was up, and it was the Australian only thing on TV, and it was a Federer and Nadal match, oh, wow. and I was like, "This is badass." <laughs> And then I feel I I tried to play the next week and I was like, yeah, these guys are actually really badass. <laughs> Dude, tennis is the hardest. Sport. Sick sport. Hurts, Such a sick hurts sport. Hurts my feet and my ankles. I mean, I've played only a handful of times and I got so mad I wanted to break the racket. Like I, I've never played again. I'll play ping pong. I won't play tennis. It's too hard. I love mad I, respect. I, for, oh, I can watch tennis. I love watching tennis. My dad. My if dad I was able to tennis. play it, I would love to play it. I mean, my brother played it in, uh, in high school. Nice. Dude, it's a hard. I had a cousin that played it at a high level, and then my my dad used to. I mean, and I'll watch. I'll still watch with my dad a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's such a such a tough sport. And obviously, like you said, Federer and it all. Like, there's that. It was that one of those rivalry. matches where it was like perfection versus perfection, where it's like it's like Ronaldo Messi, you know? Yeah. It's like what brilliance is going to break through and have some kind of incredible game and do something. So, well, boys. Sean, is there anything before before we wrap up and we'll talk about social media handles and whatever else here at the end? Is there anything we didn't ask you about? And then it's fine if there's not, because I know we've asked you a lot of questions. But is there anything we didn't ask you about that you were hoping we'd ask you about? Anything you want to share uh, before we get to social media handles that uh, we should have shared or that you would like to share? 
Nah, I mean, you guys, you guys were spot on with everything. You know, I, I enjoyed it. Thank you guys. It's like, for, you asked me when I'd fucking on. name a boat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cool. No. Yeah, cool. you're welcome back anytime, man. Yeah, fun. man. Well, this will not be the first time. Welcome. I mean, obviously, you're one of us now. You're one of the CFC family. You're, you're forever you a blue. And hopefully, you are literally forever a blue. But, you know, yes, no matter sir. where you go. And blue is my favorite color. So, hell yeah. That. It works out. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, producer Jay. Yes. If, if the people want to find you on the internet, where could they find you? I am on Instagram at Letter J, and I am on Twitter at Section 109 Podcast. What about you? I am on the internet, and you can find me on the internet. Sean Russell. <laughs> I'm at, at Instagram at Sean, S-H-A-U-N, Russ, R-U-S-S, 15. All right. 15. Coniglio, not that anybody cares. We're going to find you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is pictures of your cat. You can find me on Instagram at I am Coniglio, and you can find me on Twitter at Whiskey is Fine. All right, boys. See you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.